on that? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be broadcasting live? Yep. Okay. Okay, Randy. <laughs> Welcome to the show tonight. We have Randy and I am really, and we're here broadcasting live for you and the world. So I'm going to give it off to you, Randy. What would you like to start talking about today? We have a lot of hot topics. I guess the hottest thing going on right now is the Nashville shooting. The transgender shooter? Yes. Okay. What are your thoughts and opinions about that? Uh, well, if you look at the body cams, you see uh, what an arm response should be versus the cowardice that we saw earlier. And second, every single school should have at least one armed person there because the transgender turned down one school in favor of that one because it would have been more difficult because they had people there that would defend it. Okay. Now, my other question to you is, when you went to high school, did you have anybody in your school's um, armed. When I went to school, people would have uh, gun racks in the back of their trucks with guns there. Okay. In the parking lot. What decade were you in high school? I graduated in 85. Okay. Well, that must have been awesome. So I went to school in the 90s, and we had about six undercovers, and they all had, um, they were all concealed weapons, though. They weren't open, open carry. So I went to high school in Virginia. Where did you go to high school? What state? Here in Virginia. Okay, so Virginia as well. Okay. So Tennessee, um, Randy, do you know, is it a red state or is it a blue? It's very red. So when we do our research, and uh, I don't have any statistics right here in front of me, um, more of the schools that you see, um, that took a long time to respond. Were they blue states or red states? Do you know? I, I think it's 50-50. Okay. But if, if you look at it, there all these mass shootings are in gun-free zones. Exactly. We did not have those until Joe Biden introduced the bill and had it passed to have gun-free zones. And then they keep talking, we need more laws. Well, walking in and killing people is already against the law. So naming new laws would have made no difference. Okay. I just wanted to share with you, Randy, some of these um, uh, clippings that I got from articles. Um, just right off today, it says California uh, Assembly Public Safety Committee hearing about anti-gun bills. Then I have one here it says updates to ATF final rule on stabilizing braces for your guns. Okay. Then we have uh, Florida House passes constitutional carry. Uh, the House voted 76 to 32 to pass House Bill 543 constitutional carry bill. It will not it will now go to the Senate for further, because um, how laws are done, because a lot of kids are being taught how laws are. It has to be, um, it starts from the lower house of Congress, which is called the House of Representatives. 
Once it passed there, it goes to the higher or the upper house, which is called the Senate. And then from the Senate, if they say yay on Bill 543, it will go to the president. And then the president can veto it. Then it, it, when a bill is vetoed, that means it's not dead. It goes back to the upper house of Congress, which is called the Senate. And the Senate will vote on it one more time. So that's how that works. Then I have one more uh, for Brian before Brian comes. Oh, I have two. Well, on, on the second vote, if they get uh -huh. a certain number of votes, then it overrides the veto and becomes law anyway. Okay, that's sorry. I didn't add that part up. You're absolutely right. Sorry. So Nebraska constitutional carry passed second vote. One more vote to go. And then this was March 28th of 2023. That was Tuesday. And then North Carolina right to carry expansion and permit to purchase a repeal veto override advances to the House. So that was today, March 28th. The Senate voted 30 to 19 to override Governor Cooper veto to Senate Bill 41, a bill that recognized law-abiding citizens' right to self-defense while attending a church with a school attached and also appeals uh, the permit to purchase system. The veto override will now advance to the House and will not be possible without the bipartisan support of SB 41. And then, um, so the Nebraska one, I just said, Nebraska constitutional carry pass, second vote, one more vote to go. That was also Tuesday, March 28th. And that is the Nebraska legislator voted 31 to 10 to pass legislative bill 77. That's LB, which is legislative bill 77. That's abbreviation by Senator Tom Brewer. The constitutional carry bill on select file. This bill recognized the fundamental right to law-abiding adults to carry firearm for self-defense without having to navigate uh, burdensome government regulation. Governor Jim Pallant has pleaded to sign uh, the legislative bill 77, and this is a huge step to constitutional carry becoming law in Nebraska. It has never made it this far, and there is only one more vote before it is sent to the governor's desk. So we'll keep you in prayers, uh, Nebraska. And now I'm going to pass it on to Brian. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, Maximum Libertarian. I see the gang here. Didn't even say that. That was a shock to me. But, uh, yeah, please <laughs> go to uh, the YouTube channel. So click the subscribe button. And you can always go to our Twitter page and uh, follow us at We Are Max Lib. So, uh if they didn't say their names, I'm joined today by the one and only Just Randy. Mm -hmm. And in Spanish, that converts to Charles. So <laughs> you can call him Spanish uh, is Just Randy. And then we got uh, Lydia sitting in on the third Yay. mic. So. Absolutely. So what we're doing here today is we were, t I was hoping to have a fourth person on the mic. I'm trying to get uh, the new studio put together. Obviously 
the uh, aesthetics is not there yet, but if we can get the microphones working so we can hear each other, is everyone hearing everyone on the mic headsets? Okay, well, we're going to have to work on that, but that's a whole nother story. I guess we don't want to bore the crowd with it. Um, so y'all were talking about the transgender shooting uh, down there at the, um, down over in Tennessee. Everyone's calling for gun legislation. You know, we got to ban assault weapons. The problem that you have when you have this, in my opinion, it seems like a lot of times folks don't know what a, assault weapon is since there's many different definitions each state they also believe that like i think it was hillary clinton posted that you just need a clip that has 10 bullets if you ever try to if you ever watch a video 10 bullets isn't a lot and a lot of times you see cops and whoever the individual is shooting at each other and they're missing each other okay when what gets me is all these people who have never held a gun in their life, know nothing about guns, get in government and try to talk like they're an expert and preach to everybody else of what you should and should not have. And people don't have guns to just defend themselves or protect themselves against the government, which is what it was for in the first place. There's some places in this country, that's what puts food on the table and they go hunting. So you ban all this stuff. You're telling people, well, we don't care if you're self-sufficient and can take care of yourself. You will starve like the rest of us. Right. Absolutely. That's the problem that we have here. Um, if I can interrupt for one yeah. second. Okay, so I like going to the actual... Uh, laws of what is happening. So if anybody wants to look up what I've seen, it's at congress.gov forward slash bills. So we have right now Act of S-163, the short act, and we also have um, H.R. 646, which is also part of the short act, and then uh, the Bump Stock Loophole Act of 2023. And um, I like bringing all the stuff to Brian so he can actually see physically what the representative looks like. Uh, I got a picture of, what is it? Representative Dina Titus, or Tim, yeah, Titus. And she is a Democrat from Nevada, District 1. Um, and she represents, uh, she's been in office since 2013. And she started uh, the HR 396, closing the Bump Stock Loophole Act. And uh, so this woman right here believes that we should not, you know, have these things on our weapons. Now, I call them weapons. People call it guns. You know, it, it's really up to you. You can tell when people call it weapons or pistol and stuff like that, that they served in the military. Um, uh, as a Navy vet, I find this uh, very interesting. So the last one I wanted to share with you, uh, Randy and Brian, is uh, the Stop Harassing Owners of Rifle Today Act, or AKA Short Act. Now this is uh, sponsored by Senator Marshall and Rogers, and uh, let's see here. Got a picture of what uh, uh, Senator Rogers looked like. 
Okay. He's a Republican from Kansas, and he represents District 1. And I have a whole list of printout of all the senators who are on this bill to sponsor it. Um, because I think, I think it's very important to know who is on the side on the Second Amendment. We have uh, Senator John Brasso, uh, Senator John Kennedy, Senator Mike Lee, Senator Mike Rouse, Senator uh, Rick Scott, Senator Tommy Turberville, uh, Senate Katie Britt, Eric Schmidt. Um, there's 19 in total. And then I printed out for Brian what the actual S-163, the bill, is all about. And then lastly, I'm not trying to take up all your time here, Brian. I really wanted to, you know, let people understand that congress.gov forward slash bill or the Library of Congress has all of these. And HR 646 is also the short act as well. And um, if you want to look over this, Brian, uh, it's just showing you who actually wants this and who doesn't. And that's it. Well, it, it wasn't until the, what, the 20s or 30s that they started having Indiana restrictions. And what, what these idiots don't seem to understand, when they wrote the Constitution, they were talking about ventilators. They were talking about the most advanced military weapons available at the time which is what the military and the civilian had, both. Well, we can own cannons, and we also can own tanks. Right. Well, I mean, we should be able to own anything. I mean, not should, not that we... Just because we should be allowed to own it don't mean we should own it in some aspects. But uh, at the same time, I think all gun control is just atrocious and using a situation like this is very uh poor um now i saw byron donaldson donaldson donalds of florida and i saw through keith oberman's youtube page or i'm sorry his twitter page and he called him an idiot but it was a small clip and he said we cannot use our emotions to make bills and that's the right answer. Yeah. Whenever you go in there with emotion, trying to make a bill, you're going. You can make a mistake. Yeah, they, they have a knee-jerk knee reaction, and they want to vilify the law-abiding citizen and not the criminal every time. Right. And you know, when I see that something like that, it drives me nuts. Because if you remember, was it Newtown, and everyone was passing gun control, and then they past bills for clips can't have more than 10 bullets and then come to find out it was cops were breaking the law because their clips had 15 bullets so they had to rush in because they were doing as you said a knee-jerk reaction well, as, to it. as a side note on that for people who actually obey the law um, concealed carry people with concealed carry permits obey the law not better than like anyone else, they obey the law better than the law enforcement people. So, the, the in some aspects, I think you can make it. 
Well, not all. Not there. You don't see concealed carry people. They're not going out and doing this stuff. They're stopping this stuff. No, 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 no. I'm not saying, but there always is a one or two guys. We could probably Google uh, and find someone who's concealed carry who had a bad day and made a bad decision. You don't know, you believe? I don't so. You don't. I, th- I, I, will, I will say another thing. Uh, you will not find but I'm not, one, but I'm not taking away concealed but, carry by any stretch, but there's always no, a, for for NRA, you will not find one person that has ever done an illegal shooting. I'll say that. Yeah, I'd have to Google. Not one. But there's most of the time if you're a gun gun carrier, a gun owner, you're more likely not you know to how do that. No. Back when uh Democrats and they just started the KKK and they were hanging uh, black people because they voted Republican and they would also hang the white people if they were enabling the black people to vote Republican and that's where the phrase vote or die came from was the Democrats trying to force the black population to vote Democrat well, the NRA got started to arm the black population to defend themselves against the Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. That's how the NRA got started. Do you think that the NRA is still... I think they've had their teeth pulled. They're doing their damnedest to, to pull their teeth. I mean, they work their... No, no, I'm talking about they do it themselves. Uh, no. Yeah, oh, Yeah. Yeah, the good the NRA has turned a blind eye to a lot of gun control. That when um, back in sixties when Ronald Reagan, remember the Black Panthers, they they had that whole issue over there in California of doing gun control legislation, and the NRA was gladly supporting that. They gladly supported was the this bump stock. Yeah, okay. and this is back in sixties. So in turn, they do it to themselves. If they would tr- stay true to the print to the principle, they would be just fine. They could be just fine. But when they start trying to get in there, and then I think they get worried. Oh my gosh, we're going to look bad if we say that gun control is bad. Red flag laws are bad. You know, well, I don't know because there was a controversy of them uh, giving so much money to these politicians and stuff like that. And then when the statistic came out, who? gave more money was it the nra um sponsoring like not just sponsoring bills but actually donating to people's campaigns well it found out that they only donated two million dollars that's it so the power like maybe you were just talking about maybe is not strong in that aspect but my generation we don't even care about the nra i mean they're old school that's like my parents uh, non-profit organization for gun control. My generation doesn't really give two beans about them. They're nothing to us. I know, because they're, they're not standing by their principles. I don't know if that's it. Yeah, I, I would gladly say it. I think there's a lot of inside stuff that they do that they could have um, they they could, they could they should step up and say, no, don't pass legislation. An example, when Donald Trump got rid of the bump stocks. That was silly. All you had to do was use a rubber band, but you're trying to make people feel better. That's that's my issue that I have. But we're getting off topic here. I don't like to 
even though I have a personal dislike towards the NRA because I don't think they do their job. But because um, I think Gun Owners of America does do a better job, and I think VCDL does a better job pr- promoting our values or put you know pushing the gun. But what do you think causing the um, inside like why all the gunshot all the mass shootings and i think what you can point to is a lot of loss of the family and things of that nature no i think i like what randy was saying in the beginning of the conversation do you remember what you said randy i said so much pearls of wisdom i, I can't uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't keep track of all of it i need to start taking notes well, I think a lot of it is has to do with mental health, with these kids' shootings. But when we were beginning this conversation, we were talking about the demographics first. And it was usually blue states that are getting uh, these mass shootings in schools and stuff like that. But I think this last shooting really opened my eyes because of the aspect that it was Christians that were getting killed or being a target yeah. of and that to me is ridiculous. Okay. What Randy also shared with us early in the conversation, uh, Brian, was that uh, people in the 80s still had gun racks in their trucks. So when the schools were not considered a gun zone, free gun zone or whatever, um, no gun zone. Is that what it's called? Gun-free zone. Gun-free zone. Thank you, Brian. When a school was not that, there was no shootings. But um, the one thing that really got me was there was only been like one or two in the last 10 or 12 years about uh, college shootings. Because a lot of it, I noticed that America was like not really into the college, I guess, level. So I feel like a lot of this is orchestrated. And if they feel they can put fear because... One thing that I learned about the last few years of living on this planet is that the government wants to constantly put us into a a stress zone and a stress mentality that we have to live in fear. Well, I can't go outside because I might get uh, robbed. I might get punched in the face. I can't go to um, the subways because somebody might push me into the tracks. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's all of these... Um, you've seen, I know you personally have seen a lot of the videos of um, people getting beat up, right? Yeah. And for no reason. Like, they're just standing there. And the, no, there was, that's a game. Yeah. There was a shooting. Um, a guy was trying to figure out how to use a gun. And there was a guy sitting on the sidewalk just chilling, Right. And I don't think he was paying attention to the guy right beside him standing, and he just blew his brains out. And he was just sitting on the sidewalk. And then when you go to uh, Detroit, Chicago, uh, some places in New Jersey's under the bridge, you will see how many people are being overdosed on drugs. So it's this constant state of fear for the last good three or four years now. I would have to say, and I just feel like, okay, so people don't care or have a lot of fear about the drug overdoses. So let's talk about guns again, you know? And it's really weird how I feel like bad things happen and then we always come back to the gun shootings. 
You know what I mean? Now, this last one was a transgender. What are your thoughts about that, Brian? Well, once again, I think there's a lot of drugs that are getting put into people's systems that's causing them to have issues um, that we need to quit, maybe slow down and quit pushing until we actually start figuring some things out. I think, once again, we have a family structure's been lost. I think the human life doesn't isn't precious, so that's what I think. So I feel like that was really awesome what you just said, but I also feel like the one thing that they took away was faith in God. And once we put a magic marker over that and we try to erase that from our history, um, because I felt like this shooting was specifically done in a Christian school. I, I did a speech in uh, college on when they took prayer out of schools. And if you look in its uh, government... Oh my God, I gotta tell you. Okay, I'm so sorry. It was John F. Kennedy who was a Democrat that did that. They, um, from government records, government statistics, uh, the crime rate went through the roof. Unwed mothers went through the roof. Uh, divorces went through the roof. All these things went up. The only thing that dropped was test scores in schools. Wow. So, and I, I actually, to go on another tangent, I think that's from the education department deliberately trying to dumb down the population. Because yeah. so many people have no clue in this country of what's going on, and they get their news from the late-night talk shows, and then they believe what they say and vote accordingly, and the country gets worse every time because people are too stupid to do their own research. Well, I do feel that the educational system has definitely... Uh has uh, gone a different route since I left school. And uh, I was uh, sharing with Brian um, when we were at the DAV having lunch uh, about the two different educations I'm getting right now for one class, it's called neurology, which is the study of nerves and the nervous system and how it works in our bodies and stuff like that, right? Well, one of the things that we were learning that I totally forgot to share with you right now, just popped in my head, was uh, what testosterone does to a female and how it uh, changes uh, how the mentality in our brains when we put extra testosterone and we take out estrogen, right? Mm -hmm. Because God made us, um, I try to sound so religious, but God made us uh, different. Mm -hmm. Men are supposed to be different from females of their structures. Sorry, go ahead. We, we think different, we reason different. Everything is different. Yeah. But people are trying to say, oh, we need to be the same. No, we don't. But what do you think, Randy, um, when a woman that has no testosterone is now being injecting testosterone. What do you think that 
could do to her mental health. Oh, it's going to screw it up, really. Right, because the body doesn't understand why. Why is testosterone in my body? You know, I'm supposed to be making estrogen. You know, and well, testosterone legitimately for males is why we're more aggressive because of testosterone. So you put it in the female, and she's going to get more aggressive. And when she's already has the uh, mentality of she's a little princess and nobody can raise a hand to her and she can do what she wants, then put a hormone in her that tells her to go attack people, then you're just asking for disaster. And the other question, Randy, is, or Brian, you can answer this too, where are the weapons coming from? See, nobody seems to ask that question, and I never understood that. When the first attack from Virginia Tech, right? For that was the first gun thing that I remember was the shooting at Virginia Tech. Nobody could answer where these weapons just magically appear. For a number of years, a lot of the weapons uh, came from Fast and Furious, where uh, Biden and Obama were sending. Uh, guns across the border into Mexico to give to the drug cartels in the hopes that they would catch them with the guns and they could use that against them in courts and put them away. But I'm, I'm wondering if that's the same reason that they left billions of dollars worth of military equipment in Afghanistan. Mm. So. so my other question is this. Maybe Brian, you can answer this one. Um, what is it when in the 90s and the early 2000s, they had uh, buybacks. We'll give you $100 for your guns, right? So where do those weapons go? I know for a fact they did not go to a manufacturer to get remelted and, and magically form a statue yeah, in the middle that's of what the streets. Was supposed to happen, they were supposed right, to happen. that's all controlled by the government doing goofy buybacks. Actually, um, I was hoping that they would have another buyback pretty soon. <laughs> Well, I got one or two that are worth crap. Why? And if they give me a hundred bucks for each, what's the problem with them? They're worthless. Do they not shoot? Oh, they shoot fine. Why are they worthless? Worth a hundred dollars. Oh. So you give me a hundred dollars, I buy some groceries here. Take it. I'm coming out ahead. Mm. But I don't know what type of gun they are. So So, it'd be pretty difficult to. He just said something really awesome, and I want to ask you your thoughts and opinions, Brian, on this. So for just like a year period, how much have you personally seen for your family a grocery bill going up? Well, it's or going up you... tremendously. It's probably went up at least 50%. Okay. Wow. Only 50 for you? How much for you? Oh, it's outrageous. But I mean, from what mine's, I usually pick. Mine is 300% higher. Wow. I mean, it's definitely went up. I mean, you know, just seeing what, but I mean, you're not getting as much. But so in turn, when you raise fuel prices, yeah. right. So day one in office, when he stopped the pipeline and stopped the drilling, and mm-hmm. handed over all oil production to Russia so they could get money to invade Ukraine. So Randy, <laughs> do you, or have you experienced, right, shrinkage in the products that you buy? Yeah. Yeah, cause and and they'll charge the same price yeah. for a smaller amount, or 
they keep the the amount the same and just raise the price. But I mean, like we have no longer have a dollar store; it's a dollar and a quarter store. I mean, it's just it, it, it's pitiful. I noticed that in 2021, I used to buy a Snickers bar, and it was like maybe four inches, right? Mm -hmm. And now it's almost they come in two bite sizes. Yeah. And they put it in the same package as the Snickers bar. Like, I'm not going to notice. Okay. It's probably half inch between the two cuties. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So it's like but, you buy potato chips and get three quarters of a bag of air. Right. But and that's always been like that. That's why you buy Really? Pringles. Oh, yeah. Pringles is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, have you noticed, Brian, in the foods mm -hmm. that you purchase? Because you purchase food totally different the way I do which my hat goes off to you. I couldn't do what you do. But um, have you noticed the things that you used to eat, not so much as a kid, but maybe through college, how it's changed in maybe the smell and taste of it? Have you noticed that? Mm, no. no I noticed that a lot of things aren't available anymore. Like what? Um, like... There used to be in the frozen food section. Okay. Uh, and your mama had these breakfast, frozen breakfast with eggs and bacon and hash browns. And I mean, there's a small little thing in right proportion. Mm -hmm. You will not find those anywhere now. Dang. They, they had um, a sort of a bacon substitute called sizzling. I don't think you'll find that anywhere now. Now, do you eat breakfast? Yeah. Do you eat breakfast? Um, so it all depends on what time I get up. Okay. I'm, I'm, like I'm a hobby. breakfast. Mm -hmm. I'll eat second breakfast. Yeah, I'll <laughs> eat third too. Morning, noon, and night. All right, well, we're going to do this. We're going to cut this podcast short for the pod being live. Um, so uh, do you have any closing remarks real quick? Yes, I do. You want to go first? Okay. Let's make it okay. quick too. So, so I just want to say to everybody that is listening, that more involved that you get um, the first step to getting involved is to read and do your own research and i'm going to give you that website one more time okay so the website for what i was talking about earlier is called um congress.gov forward slash bills or congress.gov forward slash library of congress and you can Google things specifically in well, on Google or whatever you know uh, search engine you do. But inside Congress.gov, you can search specific things. Just put quotation marks, or if you want to look up a specific member, and it also breaks down the different uh, sessions of Congress. And so more that you know, less that you have to depend on. What is it, Tucker, or what is that other guy, Glenn Beck? And you, you can actually do it yourself and be more educated in that sense. And that was uh, government, excuse me, congress.gov. All right. Oh, so yeah. that's it. No, he said he was done. <laughs> no, I said she could go first. Oh, okay. Go go for it. Well, the only thing was along those lines, of, I would advise people don't feel a certain way because the government or the media tells you that's the way you're supposed to react. Amen. I actually look into something and get the facts behind it. And don't 
The only thing that goes with the flow is a dead fish. Oh. So, wow. do, do your own research. Do you got your OnlyFans uh, link <laughs> that you want to talk about? All right. <laughs> All right. So until next time, I'm Brian. That's uh, just Randy and uh, Lily. Lily. All right. Talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. We're not. We're not gone yet.